friends, it's Moya with a late Wednesday night broadcast. This one is, uh, it's been playing in my spirit for a little while. Um, I've had several conversations as it relates to this particular topic, um, and I've gotten confirmation that I'm supposed to be having this conversation, whether it's with myself or am I going to have it with God, but I choose to have it with you guys tonight. I have a question. Have you ever felt empty? Have you ever felt like there's a void that exists and somehow you have no idea of how to fill the void that you're feeling? Have you ever tried filling that void with all that you can possibly try to fill it? With eating particular foods, involving in particular actions or acts, changing your job, moving from place to place, changing boyfriends, changing husbands, changing wives, changing friends, having more children, studying harder, accumulating wealth, all of it. Everything you try just cannot seem to fill the void. I'll tell you what that void is. For those of us who have experienced it, And I can only speak about the experiences that I've had and to give you hints and pointers of how I have dealt with it. The void that you're feeling is not a physical void. The void, the emptiness that you're feeling is a spiritual one. One that the enemy has a calling card on. A calling card of deception. Now... When it comes to deception and the devil, that's his forte. And the deceived do not realize that they are being deceived only by someone on the outside looking in. Because that deception comes with a blinding effect. Everybody else sees the deception except the one being deceived. And so the emptiness that we feel and every time we get on that track to get back to where God is, hmm, it just seems to be the most difficult thing that you can possibly try to accomplish. No matter how hard you try. No matter how many times you try. It's so, it's so difficult. But we cannot just get up and think that it's going to happen overnight and we're going to feel fulfilled or just somehow magically the void that we've been feeling all this time is going to be filled. What has caused the void, right? What caused it? Because we have to know what caused it in order for us to figure out how to fix it. Um, there are several people, friends I, I know, that um, are single and are living single. So a few of them are Christians and a few of them are not. But the difference between the Christians and the non-Christians is that the Christians seem to continue to live their lives happily with or without someone. Because they have found their worth and identity in Christ. And the non-Christians are still trying to figure out who they are. The thing about it is, once you know who you are and whose you are, life becomes a lot easier. It becomes so much easier for you to navigate the daily ups and downs that comes with 
this this living this this very unpredictable life we have to build our prayer muscles and get closer to God we must read the Bible study the Bible not take what somebody says and run with it one act that must be done in order for us to feel the fill the void and to feel that it is being filled if you look at um, why do I need what what do you need to do I I have to tell you you have to be reborn why do you need to be reborn again before being reborn um, you must be led you are led by your um, your human inclinations your desires of the flesh and this is what guides your thoughts processes and decision but the desires of the flesh do not lead you to the life of Christ which is why you have to build that relationship with him to give in to your desires such as pride laziness greed envy selfish and many of the other forms of sins that lead us to stray from the path the Bible describes the, the pre-born, like pre-born process mind like because ye say I'm rich, I have become wealthy and I have need for nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind and naked. That's according to Revelation 3.17. It is when you acknowledge that how you are described by that verse that verse wretched miserable poor blind and naked and it is at that point that you will realize okay i'm ready to be born again off the water and off the spirit because nothing that you have as a result of being born of the flesh as a natural person you won't be capable of serving god because everything else in your life becomes your god when you acknowledge that you're not able to do the do good um, and to, to allow God to take over your life, you will then realize that you need to surrender absolutely everything to him to be born of the spirit. Because it's a rebirth of mind and heart. You actually become dead to your desires, become dead to the desires of the flesh, and, the, and then being pulled or drawn to live by the promptings of the spirit according to galatians 2 20 i have been crucified with christ it is no longer i who live but christ lives in me and and the life which i now live in the flesh i live by faith in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me if any of us can relate relate to that scripture of course you're still flesh you're still here and the flesh which craves fulfillment of its desire but now these desires are overcome and you know and they no longer are influencing you instead you continue to feel alive by your spirit and allow the spirit to guide you which is the truth right which is the truth 
the, 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 this is a life that Christ has for you. This is a life he planned for you. This is a life he promised you. Now you have to take your life into a new direction. The next step requires action and you have to repent and turn away from all the things that you used to do. Because in order for you to continue to live in Christ, something must die. And so far, you have been going only in one direction. And maybe you know about something that isn't right in your relationship to other people or with other people. And you may have said or does done something that, that has destroyed others' confidence in you. Maybe you have been unfair or dishonest um, before you were converted. Um, and then when you're converted, now you have to go in the exact opposite direction of what you previously did, killing the old you and embracing the brand new you, right? Something must die in order for something to live. It, it may feel difficult to have to turn around 180 degrees and it is not the intention that you should do it alone, Right? Someone is here to help you. Christ is presenting himself as a living sacrifice for you. So repent and go to him. And all who are longing to be able to be happy through and through will finally do so. You cannot come in contact with Christ and still be the same. You cannot expect people to see you as that you want them to see you or how you, you're telling us, oh, the spirit of God lives in me, but it cannot be seen. When God lives in you, it will be seen. You won't have to tell anyone. It shows in your eyes. It shows in your walk. It is evident in your talk, the way you carry yourself. A woman of faith, a man of faith, a child of God does not have to walk in a room and announce who they are. The moment you walk in that room, people know who you are and whose you are. So in order for us to grow, in order, in order for us to um, become the version of ourselves that God wants us to be, we must first kill the other side. Because in, as I said, in order for something to live, something must die. God creates a longing to repent in your, in your heart. The longing you sense to change the course of your life has been created by God. Do you want to know how? Do you want to know that the goodness of God leads to you, leads you to repentance? We can look at um, Romans 2:4, where the apostle Peter once spoke to the Jews. He made it clear for them that they had sinned when they crucified Jesus. And when they heard this, they were cut to the heart, Acts 2.37. That is how you, it, it, it can feel when you know you've done something wrong and your conscience reminds you of this. Your morality won't allow you to function and be dishonest. You'll become remorseful and you'll become sorry and maybe you feel some type of grief. It is God's goodness that is in you that has become sorrowful. And you actually rejoice when you experience this. You can actually rejoice when you experience this sorrow because this is how you know that 
the who you used to be is no longer alive. It gives you a, a longing to be converted and it is a confirmation that God has started working in you. Mind you, to kill the old you is a radical decision. It is, it is, uh, um, um, what's the word? Maverick. It makes you a maverick. One that does not back down or back away. The condition to be able to get rid of these heavy burdens and to get rest is, is, is that you acknowledge your sins, what you have done, and realize that your character is not in alignment with God. It is not align not in alignment with your calling. It is not in alignment with the journey that you were that you you started on so many years ago. It is not. But yeah, you know, yes, but what is sin? To sin is to act against your conscience and the good laws of the life that God has given to us and that the instructions that are in the Bible. Um, Christ emphasizes that the commandments that God gave to Moses, it still applies today. But he adds a new commandment and it is, I give to you that you love one another, John 13, 34. Um, And when you think of such a commandment, it really strikes home when you read more about what Jesus says, right? So, as it continues, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder and whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever says to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever says, you fool shall be in danger of hellfire. Matthew 5, 21 to 22. Jesus puts the spotlight right on people's hearts and on their minds. Who are you trying to become? What are you using to fill that void? Do you thirst? Do you have that thirst that just cannot be quenched no matter what you pour down your throat? Do you... Do you continuously feel this loneliness even when there's a million people in the room? Do you still feel isolated and alone? These things are the calling cards of the enemy and he will try to find a way to make you feel like you're being fulfilled, but you're not. If you are not in a tight-knit relationship with God, an intimate relationship with Christ, then my friends, We are walking on a road without lights. We need his word because his words are, is a lamp unto our feet. It is the lifeblood of your spirit and we need it and we need him and we must know this. You have to, what is your goal in life? What is your goal to, is it to continue to live in this world and gain everything the world has to offer then lose everything to the enemy lose your entire soul after everything that you have fought for it's time for us to look around and pay attention pay attention it's just like in the days of now when you are warned and warned and warned about the coming of christ and then no one listens noah noah warned 120 years about the coming of the flood And the people at that time, they laughed at him because they believed nothing he said. 
But as soon as the rain came and started coming down, it was already too late because they were already shut up in the ark. It is hard for me to tell you, sit here and tell you how easy it is for you to give your life to Christ. It is hard for it's hard for me to sit here and tell you it is going to be easy to start on this journey. Because once the enemy realizes your commitment to Christ, he's going to come with every single attempt in his book to get you back. Hence we must remain vigilant. We must be precise about our conversations. And then sometimes we must just take ourselves away. Get into our closets and pray in secret and watch God answer publicly. I close with this. You're wonderful and you're beautiful. And nothing about your life is a mistake. Let's get it together. Let's get on that path. Let's figure out how to become a brand new kind of you as we all try to become brand new in the spirit. It is no use gaining this world and losing your soul. Praise God. Thank him. Recognize who he is. Trust him. Believe that whatever he says that he will do, he will do it for you. You don't have to go seeking after anything else. Because no one on earth can give you the things and that God has to offer. Every time you feel like you're alone, you go have a conversation with him. He heals, he provides, he protects. That's the God that I serve. And I will close with one thing for sure. And let, let you understand that... God is an amazing God, and he will not leave you alone. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Matthew 6, verse 9 to 13. Have a wonderful day.